Welcome to Golden Point Sports, your number one sports talk podcast. Now for your host, two guys who are killing the dad bod book, living out their faith, and talking sports, Robert Foster and Brad Winter. On today's episode, Brad and I are going to review week 15 of the NFL season, preview week 16 of the NFL season, uh, give a little, uh, give our thoughts on the uh, on the college football playoffs that are now set, um, maybe talk about how the committee, if they got it right, and maybe how the playoffs could be fixed in general. But Brad, first and foremost, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Uh, just trying my best to spread the Christmas cheer where I can and uh, get ready to see family and all that fun stuff. So how you doing, sir? Pretty good. Pretty good. Speaking of Christmas, Merry Christmas to everyone out there. This is a, a special Christmas week uh, episode, a Christmas edition of the, uh, of the Golden Point Sports Podcast. And it's, listen, Brad, Christmas is a season that I love. Um, you know, I, I think I, I get a lot of joy out of Christmas, probably spend more money than I do uh, than anything else. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I see smiling faces uh, or at least I hope so. But either way, uh, speaking of Christmas, Brad, here's a couple of questions for you. Uh, I'm going to answer them, too. But what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, the, the folks listening, I mean, you can, you know, you can kind of answer. Maybe you want to answer in your head. Um, you know, you say it out loud and people might look at you weird. So. Uh, if you're if you're around anyone but anyways brad what's your favorite christmas movie yeah so i would say i actually really have two and it, it's hard because I, I don't know if i can put one or the other and uh but growing up i've loved home alone like loved home alone uh don't really oh, care yeah. for can't don't really care for number two or three number one's amazing um it's just amazing now, granted, I, I thought you think, number two was great. Number three and four, they were horrible. But yeah, they were horrible. Two, two now, was great. now, granted, how do you leave a kid behind? We'll never know. And how does, how I mean, this, just the story, when you think of the story, it's crazy. So how do you know? But, it's a huge family. I mean, it's a huge family. It is. You know, I, I mean, I guess that's why. I, you know, honestly, I could understand in home, well, actually, both of them. I mean, you know, they, the, how they make it happen, I think it's, I think it's understandable, but also at the same time, like, in in two, in the number two, you know, I don't know anybody. I don't know any parent. If that happened the one time, I don't know any parent who doesn't make sure that that kid is where he's supposed to be. Like I'm gonna be, yeah. I, I'm probably gonna be carrying that kid. I'm not gonna let him run along. No, he, yeah. he's gonna be. No, you know, I'm carrying him. You know. So, but uh, right, exactly. But yeah. So I would say, and then my my second one that kind of ties it. It's really Elf. Um, you know, it's it's fun. It's not a typical Christmas movie. I think that's why I like it. So I think that's why I like that, like, like Elf and Home Alone probably the most because it's not just a typical Christmas movie where the guy finds a girl, they don't know each other, they fall in love, something happens, they get, and then they get married by Christmas anyway. Uh, that's my that's only on Hallmark. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. That's what only Netflix on Hallmark. Really <laughs> anyway, what, what's yours, sir? Um, well, I have two as well. Um, my first one's The Grinch. I uh, The Grinch is – I mean, I just couldn't. Um, Jim Carrey I, I just, or, or the Jim the, Carrey, okay. not the new one. Okay, not the new one. By the way, that's though, my, that's my older daughter's favorite too. Really? Yeah. yeah See, I, 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 yeah, the one with Jim Carrey, um, it's great. I think it's a, it's a classic, and uh, it's you know, it's just it's a new twist on 
Scrooge, basically. Um, and so, like, it's a kid's version of Scrooge, and I, I liked it a lot. Um, but my probably a, a movie that's actually become my favorite of the last couple of years um, because I actually got introduced to it through my uh, when I married my wife or when my wife and I started dating at least, and that is um, that is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, Brad, I can watch that movie all day every day, especially during the Christmas season, and I will I will laugh at the same parts. I mean, I just that movie is that movie's gold. Um, I love it. Beginning to end. And anyway, it's, um, so that's, those are my favorite. I mean, Chris, I mean, I would love for a, for a new national lampoons to be made, but honestly, I, I mean the, the cancel culture and everything, I don't think that they could, it definitely wouldn't be as funny. That's for sure. But mm-hmm. either way, um, yeah, I mean, but Hey, elf is a great one. Um, uh, definitely one of, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies, that's for sure, um, outside of probably Step Brothers um, or Talladega Nights. But <laughs> anyways, um, and then, yeah, Home Alone. We're about to celebrate Baby Jesus, so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, okay. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, so so I have a little fun here uh, talking about our favorite Christmas movies, and, and there's some good ones, I mean. And there's a lot of good ones out there. Some people love Die Hard as well. I don't know if I could call it a Christmas movie. I guess it is, though. Um, but either way. Um, all right. And the one with Adam, uh, the one with Arnold Schwartz and uh, the one oh, with Jingle uh, All the Way. Man. Yes, it, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, that's like a good that. one. That's a good one. Um, and I'll be home for Christmas with uh, the kid from Home Improvement. That's pretty good, too. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure I've seen that one. Um there's another one. I recently watched one with Ben Affleck in it. Uh, he was younger. Okay. Um, I've yeah. never seen it, but it was really good. He he. Anyways, the the plot is he goes back home. He lives it. He lives in his childhood home with the family that lives there now. He anyways, not to give it away, but he like he like winds up with their daughter, so they all become family anyways. So um, the daughter's older. She like she had moved out. She'd come home too. Anyways. Uh, I don't want to get weird here with it, but, um, and then, uh, there's another one too, uh, Christmas with the Cranks. I love that movie as well. Oh, that's so, a good one. I'm a huge Tom Allen fan. So obviously, uh, yeah. Uh, Tim Allen. Yeah. Tom, I'm Tom Allen, Tom Allen I got IU, so. Yeah. Hey, there you go. All right. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about the other question here. And that's, um, we're both bigger guys in our intro. It says we're, you know, we got the, the, we're working on the dad bod and whatnot. Um, and so, uh, what's your favorite Christmas dessert or snack, Brad? So, so, so seasoned dessert, it's the Chick-fil-A peppermint uh, chocolate chip milkshake. Probably hands down, really good. My favorite dessert at the Christmas table, uh, when I get a chance, I, I love it, is my mom's German chocolate cake. Uh, she makes it homemade. She's made it for the last, I guess, 30-plus years. I mean, more than longer than I've been around, um, and it's just—it's still. I only get it at Christmas, so I, I like it. It's—it's it's really good. Ooh, that, that sounds really good. Um, I don't think your mom lives that far from me, does she? So, she does. I, so I can come in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna go get me some chocolate cake, Brad. Uh, anyways. All right. So um, mine is obviously Christmas tree cakes. We were kind of talking about them before beforehand. Um, that's where I think I, I gained the most weight during the holidays because of those, not as much this year. They're kind of in a short demand, 
Um, but that is what it is. Or high demand, short supply, I guess. Um, but my, I mean, I love, um, I love cookies and cream bark. Um, it's really good. Uh, Brad, I'm a bigger guy, man. You know, again, dad bought and everything. So, I mean, you put a dessert in front of me, I'm probably, probably at least going to try it. Uh, but either way, yeah, those, those are kind of my favorite ones. Um, just almond bark, cookies and cream bark, you know, yeah. stuff like that. That's and probably hey, my favorite. I would say shout out to my church family. They, they, man, they, I think they want their ministers to get fat. So, but uh, I appreciate it. I mean, it. I mean, I've gotten so many sweets and goodies. I'll ship you some. I'll ship you some. Healthy. Listen, I, listen, I, I, I know that fat doesn't look healthy, but I'll never starve. That's you know true. what I'm saying? That's it. Anyways, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about the NBA season, Brad. It is here. And actually, we're not really going to talk about the NBA season. It is here. Um, the Lakers they they fell to the Clippers. Um, the the Warriors don't look that good. Um, but I mean, granted, half their team seemingly didn't really play last year, so I guess it you know it makes sense, or at least didn't play with the Warriors. Um, and then uh, yeah. Uh, so we just want to kind of say that we have a special NBA preview and predictions episode uh, that's in the works. So kind of be on the lookout for it. I, we're hoping that we can maybe get it out as soon as possible. Um, but it is the holiday seasons and, uh, you know, we're, we're busy. So um, not sure if it'll come out before the new year, yeah, but uh, you never know. Right? Be on the lookout for it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I mean, um, the NBA season, uh, it it might have started a little too early, you know, if you ask LeBron James. But uh, and so maybe maybe we don't want to put out that season preview too too early. Um, all right, all right, Brad. Now we don't really have that much college football to talk about. Not we're not gonna we're not gonna review last week's games. We already you know where there's not really any games to preview. Um, besides, uh, I mean, there's some bowl games, but eh, who cares? I mean, you know, those are the teams that didn't make the football playoffs. So. What's it matter, right? Um, but the college football playoffs are set, Brad. You got number one, Alabama, versus number four, Notre Dame. Number two, Clemson, versus number three, Ohio State. Brad, I, you know, I, I, there's no easy way to say this, but I don't see any reason why um, Alabama doesn't beat Notre Dame, and I really don't know I really don't think Ohio State's going to beat Clemson. I so that's that's my predictions. I mean Alabama and Clemson in the national championship game, and and I want to say Clemson or Alabama can win, but honestly, I don't know. I mean, if if Clemson can play some good defense, it might be a really good game. Yeah, we'll see. We're we're kind of lining up for Clemson versus Alabama or Bama versus Clemson part. I think four, if I'm if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and so. Yeah, it reminds me of the Warriors and Cavaliers playing all yeah, yeah. Know, like five years in a row. Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm like you. Do we? I mean, do we see inertia lacking of Notre Dame that we just saw last week against Clemson, Ohio State? I mean, look, I mean, look. You look at the tape. If it wasn't for Trey Sermon, they lose that game. Uh, you know, Justin Fields does not have a good game that that game. Uh, you know, two interceptions. I think his completion rate was at like 34 percent. Um, he did not look good. So, in saying that, I mean, I think Bama will be really – it'll be really easy for Bama to shut down that that running game. Will Ohio State get healthy? Yes. So, if you're listening to this, you're an Ohio State fan, 
yes, they'll get healthier. They, they were out about 18 people, 19 people during the Big Ten championship. Uh, but I still, I mean, I still just don't put a lot of trust in Ohio State. I, I just think that Ohio State's season and how it's went, I think hurts them. Um, we're, you know, we're going to talk about your Steelers in just a little bit. And I, and I think that somewhat about you, the way the Steelers season has went has hurt them too. Um, now granted the Steelers are a little different, but, um, the, you know, they've actually played a full schedule, even though it's been moved around a lot. Um, but Ohio state though, you know, they haven't played a full schedule. They, they, their games have got canceled or rescheduled or, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things to where have we really seen Ohio State at like a full capacity in all honesty? I mean, even Ryan Day didn't he – I mean, he didn't even coach one game, right? So, yeah. I I just think that I, – I think that the best is yet to come for this Ohio State team, but I just don't feel like Clemson – I, I just don't I, – I just feel like Clemson's the superior team here. And um, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I, I you know, it, it's, again, Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Fields. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, you know, again, this is for NFL draft purposes. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is far and, a, far and above um, Justin Fields. And, honestly, I, I think Justin Fields could be a project going into the NFL. But we'll, we'll save that for, uh, you know, another time. But either way – um, that does, I think, has something to do with it because can Justin Fields possibly improve his draft stock if Ohio State were to beat Clemson? I doubt it, but, I mean, that it's the Jags or the Jets picking here, and and they both don't have track records of being great uh, organizations, that's for sure. So, either way, um, yeah, you know, not to get into that talk too much, but I think that that does matter somewhat. Um, but, yeah, I think it's Alabama and Clemson. Um, and I think it could be a good game. Um, could COVID have it? Could COVID maybe um, hurt it somewhat by maybe you know taking some players out of the game? Maybe. Um, but I, I think it'll be a good game. And, and listen, I don't expect Notre Dame to beat Alabama. But now, if Ohio State beats Clemson, I won't be surprised. But I will be very surprised if Notre Dame beats Alabama. I just, I, I mean. Um, you know, I mean, we're about to talk about, you know, if committee actually got it right. And, I mean, I don't think so. But, anyways, well, what – I mean, so are you Alabama and Clemson? You're Alabama and Clemson all the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just don't – I mean, I just – I don't know. It's hard for me to really see see anybody be better than these two teams right now in college football. So, even if it was an A&M and Cincinnati, a Coastal Carolina – one loss in the end, whatever. I still think that a lot of people would still have Bama and Clemson in the, the the college football final. So, well, and that's where and that's where the question of did the committee get it right? Because okay, yeah, sure. You know the the third and the fourth team. You're really the fourth team. I mean, Ohio State was going to get in if they if they beat Northwestern. That that was a given. Um, and honestly, I I think it. I think as soon as Ohio State beat Northwestern. I mean, I think that the playoffs were set. I honestly, I, even if Florida would have beat Bama, Florida wasn't going to get in. I mean, that's just like I, I think that they, I think the committee already probably had this set out for a couple of weeks. Um, in in general, I think. And and anyways, I I I think that you know that's just the kind of shenanigans that went on, really. But either way, um, we asked the question: Did the committee get it right? And 
I I would like to say Texas A&M should have gotten in there over Notre Dame um, because I, we said on the last episode, if, if Notre Dame was were to get blown out by Clemson, and they did, um, then Notre Dame shouldn't get in there and somebody like Texas A&M should. And so I think the Texas A&M should have got in there at number four. But, Brad, like you just said, I don't think it matters. I, I mean, I don't think that A&M – yeah, should A&M – A&M probably would have given Bama a little more run for their money. But, I mean, I, I just – yeah. I, I mean, you can you can sit here and you can say, oh, well, this team should have got in, yada, 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 Cincinnati. I mean, uh, whoever, you know, Coastal Carolina, whoever, but they weren't going to beat Bama – um, from that four spot, um, and I don't think anybody – I think Ohio State has a better chance than anybody else to beat Clemson. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that the committee, while maybe they didn't get it right in our eyes, it's not going to matter. It's really not. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean and – I, and I know you said before the show you'll have something to go off of this, but, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of eight teams get in, the first two teams get a bye – uh, so you reward Alabama and Clemson and say, hey, uh, yeah, you're the best two teams in college football. We'll give you a bye, and we'll let two through eight, you know, or uh, three through eight duke it out. So three, eight, four, seven, five, six. And uh, I, and this is why. And, and, and I think you're going to probably say something on, on the fact of scholarships, and, and I, I've heard some arguments on that too, which could work. Um, but I would say, you know, if you have eight teams getting in now, if they get shellacked by Alabama every year, okay, they do. But eventually, I think they figured out. I think on top of that, you help these programs get recruits because now instead of just Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State getting all the recruits, you're like, well, you know, uh, let's see. So say, so let's just say this. Say, say Notre Dame, right? It's up there. And of course, they're they're. It's a rigorous uh, school academically. So you know, obviously they can't get elite. They can't get sometimes they get elite athletes because they don't perform in the school. So that's different. But if you're like an A&M where academic standards aren't as high, you know, if you get, say Jimbo Fitcher gets them in there the next three, four years. Well, now, you never, who knows, maybe in four years they get the one seed or maybe they're beating uh, Bama in the, uh, the regular season because now they finally after three, four years said, Hey, look, we're in the college football playoff every like we've been in the college football every year. And I know you're like, well, isn't the point of it to get other teams in? It is, but if you're like, or say, hey, we've been in the college football playoff the last three out of four years, you know, we've been really close this last year of getting to the national championship. I think if you came on and you signed with us, I think you give us that edge to make it to to become a national champion. And I think that speaks volumes to a kid who's like, Yeah, man, like sign me up. Like, I want to help get this program over the hump um, to where now it's like, Hey, you could get us in the casual playoff, but it's probably not likely. And then Nick Saban comes along or Dabo says, Hey man, every year you're playing a national championship. Why not? You know, why not? Right. Go there? So anyway, so right. that's just my thought. I, and I, I don't think there's ever going to be a perfect fix for this, but. Well, I, I agree with that last statement for sure. No, there, there's never going to be a perfect fix. I mean, um, some people didn't even want to play off like this. Some people just thought it should be one versus number two, um, you know, and, and there has been years where it was what, you know, one versus number four, right? Georgia, Bama, right? Um, yep. uh, and so either way or one, I'm sorry, no, Bama was number no, three. Bama, right? I think, yeah, well, either way. See, anyway, so yeah, it was Georgia, Bama, and, you know, 
And I know that they were, you know, it wasn't one and two. Um, but either way, so what what you what you hit on is exactly what I, I want to hit on is, you know, I think expanding the playoffs, it may not win, it may not be a win from like a competitive standpoint. Um, you know, okay, yes, do you really, you know, one versus eight and you got Cincinnati at eight. You know, are they really going to put up a fight against Bama? Maybe not. But here's the thing. So let's say Luke Fickle, the head coach at Cincy, he goes to a kid. He says, hey, kid, come play for Cincy. Sure, we aren't a big name, but we can dominate the non-power five and get into the playoffs like every year, you know. And so we have an easier path to the playoffs Plain and simple. So it's like, hey, kid, you want to – you do you want to go to a Texas A&M where you – yes, you have a good chance of getting into the playoff, sure. But – or do you want to come to a play for Cincy where you have an easier path? Because let's face it, um, not – you know, non-Power 5 schedules are not very hard um, compared to power five schedules, unless of course it's pack 12, but that's well, different. And I, I'll say um, real quick, like if you're, if you're recruiting elite, if they're, if they're getting all the elite, uh, recruits, the thing is it's going to happen right. to where it's going to be, well, we have three, five-star quarterbacks. Well, two of them are going to transfer at the first year. Cause they're like, well, I like the idea of getting a national championship every year, but I'm not playing. So therefore I can't get into the NFL or even get a shot at the NFL because I'm not on the field. And so instead of creating this, and it doesn't help that they created the transfer portal into almost a free agency. That doesn't help either. But I'm just saying, like, you can say, hey, you play for us right now. I, we can get to the playoffs in three years, but you got to come play with us. And Nick Saban say, yeah, you might be the third-string quarterback, even though you're a five-star recruit and the number one, you know, pro quarterback in the, in the nation. But you're still going to have to be sitting behind two other quarterbacks for the next two years. And so, I don't know. No, I, I agree. I mean, yes, you may still have the – you know, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State at the top, but you know, you still are giving you're giving other people a chance, and you're going to split those recruits those recruits up a little more um, because it's going to be like, oh, okay, well, um, Georgia and Florida, for instance, and I hope one day Tennessee, but they could be like, okay, well, listen, you, you could come play for one of us, you could come play for us. And just because we're going to lose to Bama in the SEC championship doesn't mean we're not going to get in the playoff, you know? So um, I think it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, or you're an Auburn or Texas A&M, like you were saying, Hey, just because Bama is in our, in our, you know, in our uh, division uh, does not mean that doesn't mean that we can't get into the playoff. And, and I think that that matters. Um, yeah. And, you know, again, creates more revenue for the, you know, cause it's more games um yeah is one versus eight is it really going to be that competitive no but you know what if i got the time and i'm probably going to sit there and watch it honestly i mean i will and who you know other people are going to do the same thing because i just yeah so either way um we're both on the same page with that i mean recruiting recruiting would be helped a lot if they gave if they expanded to the playoffs, and I think that they will, I think that they will within the next year or two. And I, and I think, I think next summer is there like a conference or something, or the deal is up, I, something like that. I, maybe I, I, I could be wrong on that, but I, I thought I heard that somewhere. Anyways, um, let's get off college football. Uh, like I said, we both have Bama and Clemson both winning. Um, we can talk at a later date about who we think. I mean, I, 
I, I want to say Bama, but I think Clemson's defense could possibly slow down Mac Jones. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but either way, let's get off of college football a little bit here. Let's go to the NFL, shall we? Brad, we, uh, we had some good, we had some, well, some good games. Um, but we had a couple of big time upsets. That's for sure. And uh, I want you to talk about one. That's, I mean, definitely I need you to talk about one. Um, but let's just go through these games and just kind of review them real quick. So first up, is there, is there a QB controversy in Las Vegas? Um, you know, can Mario to do the same to his career that his replacement with the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, did with his? I Listen, I, I wouldn't be very confident. Um, don't worry, Mario is not my start of the week at quarterback, that's for sure. Um, I, I look, I really like Mariota and I support him still, but, but I don't know. I mean, maybe Gruden's still a QB guru or some crap, I, but I, I don't know. Um, the Bills, they clinched the AFC East for the first time in Josh Allen's life. Uh, I mean, for real, like Josh was only a twink on his dad's eye when the Bills last won the division. So, I, I mean, that's, uh, yeah. So, um, Great, great for the Bills, though. I mean, congrats to the Bills. The We'll get to the Patriots, but the Patriots aren't even going to be in the playoffs, let alone win the division. Um, the Packers, they won, uh, but they stalled out like a 1998 uh, Toyota Corolla in the middle of the winter. Um, hopefully, it at least has State Farm insurance. Yeah, I came up with that one myself. Woo! All right, anyways. Um, <laughs> I hit that one out of the park, just like Aaron Rodgers did with that golf ball, I guess. Um, yeah, all yeah. right, the Texans. Hey, this is dad. Jo- we should just put dad jokes in the in our little tagline. Too. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, if we got dad bods, we got dad jokes, right? So, anyways, uh, the Texans they fumble away a win against the Colts again at the goal line. Uh, boom, another dad joke. All right, uh, the Titans they dominated the lines behind a five touchdown day by Ryan Tannehill. I mean, all I'm saying is it's past time that Tannehill got the respect he deserves. The numbers, the numbers don't lie. It's not just Henry. That's all I'm saying. Um, the Bears, they're rolling, and I mean, look, they they're looking to sneak into the playoffs, and I mean, they might be. I, I don't think that they can win. Obviously, I, I definitely don't have them, but I I think that they they could be a sneaky play in the playoffs. Um, I, you know, maybe even win one game, maybe depending on who they who they face. Um, and then I think the Seahawks, they hold off a late surge by the Washington football team. Um, the Washington football team led by Dwayne Haskins, who, by the way, uh, may get suspended four games for some uh, negligent activity um, that he – yeah, I mean, you can't go against uh, – you can't go against the rules, man. You just can't, can't go against the rules. Um, all right, and then the Dolphins, they took a minute, but they finally got it together against the Pats. Uh, finally, uh, officially eliminated the Patriots from playoff contention, which is something that uh, that I can only remember them not making in one time of my life, you know, because I, I wasn't very old when they started their when they started their dynasty or whatnot. But anyways, um, they the Ravens, they're on a mission. The, the Ravens, they're on a mission, and uh, and the Jags, they still won, uh, basically, because they now have the number one pick, right? So, I mean, yeah. All right, Tom Brady. Uh, he had another huge or another large comeback against the Falcons. I, I mean, 
did anyone have any doubt? No, not from the fact that Tom Brady um, could get the comeback, but it was Tom Brady versus the Falcons. Yeah, I, I the Falcons can't hold any lead, but um, but yeah, I, I mean that they, they, I I just think that I just think that you know Tom Brady. Um, I don't know. He just kind of owns. He just kind of owns the Falcons for some reason. But anyways, um, yeah. I mean, the the Patriots definitely, I think, could use Tom Brady. But I don't know. I mean, um, you know, I get it. You know, the, the Patriots only missed the playoffs in two thousand eight. Whenever Tom Brady wasn't the or what was injured and wasn't the quarterback. But um, but the thing was is I I don't even think that the Patriots team, this Patriots team, could have done well with to Tom Brady. Actually, I think that they. I, I mean, I'm not saying they could have done worse, but I just don't think that they would have even made the playoffs even with Tom. Um, but it is what it is. All right, so the Cowboys, they actually did better with Pollard um, and staying there instead of Zeke. I, I don't know if there's – I mean, I think that that's interesting. I mean, Pollard, he can actually – you know, he catches the ball. He, I mean, he does it all. Uh, he's a little faster, I think, too. So, um, but, uh, you know, I mean, nothing to take away from Zeke. He's, he's a great running back. Um, he just hasn't really had it this year. Um, Dak, I think, compliments him really well. Anyways, the Eagles versus Cardinals game was great, and I think it really delivered, Brad. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he gave the Eagles the spark they needed, even though they didn't beat the Cardinals. The Jets, they beat the Rams. Uh, the Jets uh, beat the Rams, Brad. Uh, yeah, the Jets actually won a game. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to make sure I read this right. Oh, I repeat, the Jets actually won a game. Um, yeah, well, they're, they're not gonna, the, the Browns, um, the Lions, they're both safe. Their 0-16 is not gonna be hurt this year, is not gonna have another partner, another dance partner. Um, but, uh, but honestly, did the Jets really lose overall? Because, I mean, now they might not get Trevor Lawrence. Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't know, I, Trevor Lawrence is being compared to like Andrew Luck. I mean, he could have he could have maybe changed the Jets' fortunes, but instead, um, yeah, uh, the Chiefs they once again win by just one score, Brad. Um, but I mean, it was the Saints. I mean, so it, you know. But anyways, Drew Brees, I think he really just had to warm up, and um, the slow start just hurt the Saints in the end. The Browns beat the Giants, but honestly, I I, I think it I. I think the Browns really, they look like they should have won that game by more points. Um, they, they look like it was just a, I don't know. It just seemed like a, a slow, um, I, it just, it just didn't seem like, it seemed like the Browns just should have won by more. It just did. Um, either way. Um, so Brad, I, I just want to, the last game here is the Steelers. They, uh, they lost to the Bengals. Um, now, I think if Joe Burrow was playing, I don't think that this would be as a, much of a surprise. Um, but I, I just want to ask you, like, how? I, I mean, just do you think it was a trap game? I, I mean, I don't think I, – I know we were texting right like at halftime, and it was like 17 nothing. and I said I think it's worse than the Rams lost. But I will tell you that I, I don't the, – the worst loss of the week was the Rams. Um, but, I mean, the Steelers lost to the Bengals, I think, is – Pretty close. Pretty close. I mean, it's a divisional game, right? That's what that's what the excuse was. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, First string quarterback, though. I mean, yeah. uh, look, I'm just going to be real honest with you. 
our, our defense is phenomenal. I, I was going to throw it out there. Like, I know Ryan Finley scored, but when your offense can't do anything, you're constantly on the field. I mean, come on. Like, it doesn't matter if you're playing Mark Sanchez. You know, eventually you're going to uh, let him even score on the butt fumble. You know what I mean? So, like, and then you got – I mean, it's just injuries. I'm not making excuses. I mean, I, I think Ben Rossford would probably play one of the worst games of his career uh, this past weekend or this past Monday. Uh, I think R Randy Fincher uh, just shows why he shouldn't be an offensive coordinator. Um, although I did like that they tried to be, get the running game going. It didn't. Uh, we are down to our last five healthy – six healthy offensive linemen. Uh, we have a line. We have a cornerback playing linebacker right now, and uh, and yeah. So in saying all that, you know, I I like to sit there and say, oh, I did have the Goldies. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to say, <laughs> but like, but uh, but I will say, I mean, there's lots of question marks, man. There we were 11 to 0, and then the whole stupid Ravens thing messes up the whole week and a half. I think people aren't taking it too seriously. Uh, on the Steelers' side of things, uh, Bud Dupree, we lose him to the year for an ACL. We get several injuries that game. You know, I, Ben, I, I don't know. I mean, he looks like an old quarterback. Uh, I don't know there's really any other way to put that. Uh, our wide receivers can't catch. Uh, so I, I, I'm a part of a lot of Steelers groups on Facebook and – I have several people like, oh, well, we were 11 to know. I'm going to jump ship. I can't handle this. Team sucks. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you are leaving our fan base then because we don't need you in the fan base. Uh, we were 8-8 eight eight last year uh, playing second and third string quarterbacks. And if you stuck with them then, I don't know why you can't stick with them when they lost three straight starting off 11-0. and um, So in saying that, was the 11-0 great? It was. It was good. Uh, but I would say in the last 36 days, uh, we have fallen completely face first on offense. And I'm not really sure if we can fix that before we get into the playoffs. I mean, there's a lot of legitimate people who have covered the Steelers for a long time who have said, hey, I've covered Big Ben since the very first day of him in the league. And this is by far the worst game he's ever had in his career. Uh, I've seen people say, it doesn't matter what seed we're getting in the playoffs with, with the way our offense is, is not working. Uh we're probably not going to be close to winning that a game uh, in the playoffs. So, in saying all that, uh, we have a lot of issues. I, I think, uh, you know, we always say we're overrated, but I, we lead the league in drop passes. Uh, I don't think anybody else in the league is playing a, a cornerback, a linebacker right now. And uh, I don't think anybody else is signing linemen, offensive linemen off practice squads. So, and uh, saying that, yes, excuses – but yes, I think in reality those matter uh, to a team. I mean, if you some of your big big players are going down, um, and you're having to readjust and play people in positions they've never played before, um, I think that plays a lot into effect. So, give I mean give credit to the Cincinnati Bengals. They came ready to play. It had nothing to do with Juju dancing on the logo. That crap's overrated. I wish people would stop talking about that. I don't think I don't think dancing on the logo gives anybody more more oomph to beat beat a team. I just don't. Um, but, hey, I mean, he did. He did say he was going to stop doing that, though. So well, it's probably good because I feel like the Steelers are, are trying so much to distract people from how bad we are right now. To just put something on. Hey, Juju's dancing on the the logo. We got to get rid of him. He's like Antonio Brown. He is not like Antonio Brown. So, and saying all that, I will get off my soapbox. 
But I would say give it to the Bengals. I mean, their defense came to play. Uh, you know, that hit by Von Miller wasn't because Juju danced on our logo. It's just a really good hit by Von Miller. And I think Von Miller wants you to say that uh, so you can show him how good of a player he is and not just how motivated he was to hit Juju. Um, but, yeah, uh, their defense showed up and played. Probably one of their better games of the season, uh, maybe since they beat the Titans. Uh, but uh, it is what it is. And uh, we just got to move on. So I don't want to sound like Mike Tomlin right there, but you just can't. I think we've dwelt so much on the Steelers. Uh, not not we personally, but just the sports world in general. That, yeah, the team's struggling right now. The offense completely sucks. Uh, there's no running game. We've had a lot of injuries. And I think Mike Tomlin is trying to do his very best to make sure we get to the playoffs without losing any more people than we already have. So, in my opinion, I think we should realistically, I think we should sit most of the team going into the last two games. I mean, we clinched a playoff spot. I mean, I'd rather go into the playoffs with a healthy team than to sit there and limp into the playoffs and get beat pretty easily in the first round. So, um, Von Von Bale. You said Von Bale. Oh, I said Von Bale. I, I, I meant Von Bale. Yeah. I said Von Bale. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, it's a it's a big difference in you know not it the is, names, but the person, the people are different for sure. Anyways, uh, nothing against Von Bale, but yeah. Um. Yes, Von so, Bell. You play for the Saints. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think he. Yeah. All right. So, um, I, I think with the Steelers, I don't know if it's people dwelling on them because of like who they are. I think it's they started out eleven and zero. You know, they were, um, they were the last remaining undefeated team for what like five weeks, I think. So, um. You know, I think that that's a big deal. I think that they started out 11-0, and 0 and now they've lost three games in a row. I think that that's, a, you know, a pretty big deal. Um, I, I think that the Steelers, they're a great team. They're a great organization. Um, yeah, you know, they do have injury issues. Um, you said people taking, you know, not, there's not a whole lot of teams out there, I don't think, that are that have had as, as many injury issues. I mean – Grant, I mean, the Titans have had some. I mean, we, we are taking offensive linemen off the practice squad as well. But um, but either way, I, I don't think that I, – I think that the Steelers, maybe this is what they needed. That's why I asked, was it a trap game? Because maybe this is – maybe that's the kind of game that they needed to be like, okay, what, what are we doing here? What, are we playing – I mean, why are we playing around? We, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and not, not a shot at Juju, just like in general, we started out 11-0. Now we lost to the Washington football team who, okay, granted, they look okay for a NFC East standards. Um, the Bengals without Joe Burrow, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then you lose to the Bills, but now the Bills is a quality win. But honestly, with the way the Steelers are playing, I mean, was it really a quality win, a win for the, for the Bills? Um, you know what I'm saying? So I, either way, um, yeah, so I, I just wanted to say, you know, listen, I, I think the Steelers can get it together, and, and they play the Colts on Sunday. Um, you know, fr from a Titans fan standpoint, I I hope they've got it together, and I hope they beat them. Uh, if they do beat the – if they do – listen, if they do beat the Colts, um, then they win the division, and they can set players against the Browns. Um, I don't know if you want to set them for two weeks like that, but um, I think, you know, setting them for at least, you know, beat the Colts, and then you can set – yeah, but hey, all they had to do was beat the Bengals, man. They would have won the division. What if they lose to the Colts and then to the Browns? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, the Browns is AFC North champs. 
I mean, who? Nobody saw that coming. But anyways, um, yeah, I just think it's. Uh, I, th- I think they're in a slump, and I would hope that this Bengals loss um, would get them out of that slump for sure. Yeah, I will say. Uh, too, any other, yeah, I was going to. I was going to say like you do see a lot of teams that do start off in a big. Going eleven and 0, 13 and 0, 10 and 0, 12 and 0 in the NFL, you do get to a point where they do lose. And, and, and in saying that, the last team to go thirteen and 0 were the Saints. Um, or yeah, or they weren't the last team to go thirteen and 0. But in saying that, the Saints, for example, they, they were the last 13. team to go eleven and 0. Eleven and 0. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. So two thousand nine, right? Uh, I believe it was two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, but they lost their last three games by putting up less than seventeen points a game. When they started off 13 and 0. So they're saying that it, and in the NFL, it does happen. I'm not saying that it makes them a good team, but you do right. see that where you see undefeated teams kind of have a hit of slump before the playoffs. So I, I agree with you there. And I think that, um, I, I think that there is a, that there is a, that there is a, a point where we have to say, hey, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if there's ever going to be a team to win every game. Um, I mean the 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 closest one to it was the Patriots in in twenty seven in two thousand seven. <laughs> um, well, the closest, yeah. Besides the what seventy two Dolphins, but I mean, like, but yeah, I mean, the closest one since then has been the 07 Patriots, who would have been undefeated, would have got it if it wasn't for a a crazy catch of the helmet that, in today's standards, probably wouldn't have been considered a catch. Um, but either way, um, yeah, so. Either way, what do you have any other thoughts on any of the games? I mean, the Jets getting a win. Um, I think the Jets, I think it's impressive. I mean, they went to L.A., um, got a win against a red-hot Rams team um, who I had very high in my power rankings, but trust me, I don't anymore. Um, But Jalen Hurts, I mean, yeah, the Eagles didn't win, but they do have a chance to get into the playoffs, and uh, they need some help, obviously. Um, but they have a chance to get into the playoffs. And I think with the Hurts, with Hurts, I think the Eagles could be dangerous, but um, we'll see. Um, I don't know how dangerous they could be, but I think the NFC is kind of wide open. Um, the Saints, was it just Drew Brees? He needed to get, you know, he needed to get a little accommodated. Um, he needed to just come back. I mean, they were playing the Chiefs. I, you know, any other thoughts on any other games for you? Yeah, I mean, the Jets for me, and this is why it's more surprising too, is that they played on the road. They're probably one of the hottest teams besides the Bills and the Chiefs in the NFL. And, and you can maybe even throw the Titans in there. But, um, you know, and so I think that's where I was really surprised. I mean, who would have thought the Rams at this point in the season would have been the, the team that loses to the Jets? Um, and really, I mean, they didn't lose to the Bills. You're looking at a three-loss a three loss team losing to a winless team, not, not a two-win team and, and a tie, a winless team. So, I mean, big deal. Um and then I would I would say too, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about uh, it wasn't Philly, it was somebody else. Anyway, uh, I'm trying to remember last week. Uh, we waited on the Steelers was, a lot. Was it Marcus? Was it Marcus Mariota? Oh well, yeah. I mean, that was that was surprising just the way he came out and played, whether it was for a paycheck or, or to start somewhere. Um, I thought that that was surprising. Uh, I thought he did pretty good. Uh, but it, you know, as far as New Orleans goes, that's what I was thinking of. You know. Michael Thomas was out. He's known as the safety valve for Mike, for Drew Brees. So for a game for Drew Brees to come out and Sherry Con Smith is out, Michael Thomas is out. And yet, I mean, yeah, he's played catch and he's thrown to Jared Cook and Alvin Kamara. 
But I mean, but again, you look at the defense and they had one of the best in the league um, and they, you know, but it is what it is. Um, but, you know, let's, uh, let's keep going and uh, I'll have the Goldies coming up soon. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, I think that, I, I think that, you know, Michael Thomas being out with the Saints, I think that that was a big deal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, now he's out and he's going to get, now he's going to come back. Um, he's going to come back in. Uh, he's going to come back for, I don't know what, uh, he's going to come back into the playoffs, right? So um, they're just trying to get him rested and maybe healthy. And I think if, if, if he can come back healthy, I think that they have a chance to uh, have a chance to, to win it all. Um, Cause I, I think that they, um, I think that they have, I think, I think that they have um, a, a really good opportunity to in the NFC. It's just not very, yeah, it's just not very, I don't know, very good. Um, it's just not very, I don't know. The NFC, I just feel like it's wide open. But either way, all right, so um, Brad had to go, so I'm going to give you the Goldies here. Um, so, you know, a little different for you, but here's your NFL Week 15 and your <coughs> college football Goldie. Excuse me there. I don't have a cough button, but maybe I need one. Um, all right, so um, I'm going to try to read his writing here. This is, yeah, anyway, so um, Kyler Murray is the MVP uh, of the NFL he had what 406 yards, three touchdowns. Um, I don't know, something like that. Anyways, uh, and then he had one rushing touchdown as well. Um, really good, really good bounce back game for Kyler Murray. Uh, he looked like he looked like he wasn't. Uh, he looked like he wasn't favoring his shoulder any longer. So that's good. Um, the team, the New York Jets. I mean, it's their first win. Um, they beat the Jet, the Rams. The, again, we talked about it, the Red Hot Rams. A great win for the Jets. I, I mean, great win for the Jets, but was it really? I mean, you, you win, but you probably lost out on Trevor Lawrence. So, because um, I don't know if the Jags are going to win anymore. Um, and then the rookie of the week is Justin Herbert. He, um, yeah, listen, I, he had a, he now has like the rookie. I don't know. He, he's on pace to break a bunch of rookie um, records and whatnot. Um, and I, th I think he could. He had like 314 uh, yards passing, two touchdowns, uh, one one rushing touchdown. Pretty good. Pretty good game. I mean, now the Raiders defense isn't great, but not a, not a bad game. And then they – so let's go to college football, shall we? Sorry. Uh, college football for the Goldies. Um, that's Najee Harris. Uh, he had 245 total yards and what five touchdowns. Um, he's good. He's really good. I, I think, you know, with Bam, I, I was talking to somebody, um, I think it was, I don't know. Anyways, it, the, the job that I do, I, I talk to a lot of people, but anyway, so I was talking to somebody and, and they were telling me that they said, they said, uh, they said, you know, I don't know if Mac Jones should win the, should win the, uh, should be able to should win the the Heisman because it's like you know yeah Najee Harris there you got they have a really good wide receiver as well so it's just anyways so but I'm I'm gonna let Brad finish the uh, finish the Goldies there I I got to the MVP in college football and then we'll go to break yeah sorry about that um, yeah the game of the week is number one Bama fifty two over number seven Florida forty six now granted if you watch the beginning of the game 
uh, wasn't very close, but Florida made a comeback towards the end, made it such a game. And uh, Najee Harris was a man, which, uh, you know, Robert just talked about. And I hope he becomes the Steelers, but we'll see. I also hope that Kyle Trask becomes a Steeler, but, you know, man can have dreams, right? And then the upset of the week is Oregon 31 over number 13 USC. Look, Oregon wasn't supposed to play in the Pac-12 championship, but they did. I don't think anybody had them losing or uh, winning to USC. So, uh, anyway, uh, Oregon beats USC in the Pac-12 championship. Again, Pac-12 destroys themselves, itself implodes. Uh, but it is what it is because USC could have maybe potentially made it into the, the playoff. Again, that could, have, that could have went into the debate of is it conference championships or is it strength of schedule? What plays an effect in nominating? So that's your uh, Goldies of the Week. So I, I actually think that USC, personally, I, I don't think they ever had a chance. Like I said earlier, I think that it was all about – I think the college football playoffs was set from, like, almost the very beginning. Um, like, ever since Notre Dame beat Clemson, I think they were like, okay, well, it's probably going to be these four. So, uh, either way, they just didn't want to tell us that yet because, you know, suspense uh, su- suspense makes money. Anyways, all right, let's go to break. And when we come back, we will give you our fantasy football starts and sits for what should be most of your uh, championships. If you've been following us, maybe you're in it. But either way, let's go to break. All right, folks, and we're back. All right, Brad, fantasy football starts and sits. It's the finals in most leagues. Um, I'm not a fan of Week 17 finals or championship games, that is. But I do have a couple of leagues that are that way. Um, I think I got three leagues that that way. I'm possibly going to be in two of them um, or have a really good shot at two of them. The other one I'm already out, but um, I can at least get third place. So that's nice. Anyways, um, all right, Brad. So my first one, it's quarterbacks. I would start Ryan Tannehill. Um, listen, Tannehill got me through the playoffs last year, and he's going to get me through the playoffs this year. So I'm living on a Tannehill. <laughs> Do what? I? I said he did last week against me. So that oh yeah now you know what we should we should say uh, Brad here he uh, he faced me in our Yahoo league uh, and he thought he had it. He's like oh yeah, Christian McCaffrey's out yada yada yada. And so now I'm in the championship without having. Dak Prescott, OBJ, or CMC. I mean, you can call me good, but uh, I, I say I'm just lucky, but it is. Yeah, really I mean, Ryan, who expected Ryan Tannehill would have 40-plus points anyway? Uh, yeah, five touchdowns, nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing new, man, nothing new. Um, all right, so, uh, but Tannehill, I, I think that he's going to have to throw against the Packers. Now, granted, now I'm not saying Derrick Henry can't run all over him because I think he will. But I still think Tannehill's going to have to throw. Um, and so I think he, he's a safe start. I don't know if he's going to get you, you know, mega points like last week. But now don't get me wrong. He might. I mean, he may He may butcher. He may take some touchdowns away from Derrick Henry. You never know. So, um, but either way, uh, yeah, I think, that, I think that Tannehill is a good safe start, at least. And I would sit Phillip Rivers. Listen, um, I think the Steelers – could have a bounce back game. Um, I think it's cold. Um, yeah, it's a midday game, so maybe not as cold. Um, and also, you know, Phil Rivers is not a young man. I mean, I don't know about you, but um, from all from everything I've ever known, the older you get, the colder the cold gets. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just thinking that Phillip Rivers could have some – I think that he could he could wind up having uh, a, a not a good game. I, I don't want to say a bad game, but not a good game, not a good enough game to trust him in a, in, in a, in a championship, which I wouldn't – anyways, Phillip Rivers is – no. Yeah, I mean, anyways. If you're desperate, just sign Ryan Finley off for the Cincinnati Bengals. He'll get it done. Uh, anyway okay. – uh, <laughs> So my start to sit for quarterback is my start is Jalen Hurts. Look, he had a good he's had a good two weeks. Uh, he go against a Dallas defense, a suspect at best. And on top of that, both teams, yes, I remember, are trying to fight for still the NFC East, surprisingly, with their records. But uh, I think he'll have a good week against Dallas. Uh, I would sit Kurt Cousins, uh, and I was out of breath earlier, so that's why I was trying to catch my breath because the fat man had to run. But anyway, uh, I, I would sit Kurt Cousins. Uh, you know, he's, he's okay. Uh, he's, he'll get you 16, 17 points a week. Uh, but New Orleans, you know, they played the chiefs last week and they still only lost about three. Uh, I think they have a good defense and I would sit Kirk cousins. If he is one of your quarterbacks going into the championship. Yeah. Brad had to run because, uh, he had a bad take. So I was like, Hey man, I need you to go run a lap. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> uh, that's me though. If I, if anyone had to run a lap because of a bad take, that would, Probably be me, but it is what it is. All right, anyways, I, I got a big smile on my face because I actually got Jalen Hurts in our Yahoo League, Brad. I don't know how that happened, but I did. Uh, and I'm actually going to start him over Ryan Tannehill. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. I trust uh, I trust him a little more against a bad Dallas Cowboys defense than I do against a you know, middle-of-the-pack um, uh, defense in the Packers. All right, anyways, so – just being happy about that. All right, so running back, I would start Tony Pollard if Zeke sits. Um, yeah, we're talking about Jalen Hurts, you know, starting him against the Cowboys. But honestly, Tony Pollard looked really good last week, and I think you could start him. Um, I also think David Montgomery might be an interesting start too, Brad. But either way, um, I would sit Chris Carson. Um, I think the Rams are. I think the Rams, for one thing, they're tough against the run. Okay. And then another thing is they just lost the Jets. If you think they're not coming in there fired up, um, I, I mean you're going to be sadly mistaken because I, I don't even th- I think you can set Russell Wilson this week too personally. Um, but now granted, Russell Wilson might be too big of a quarterback for me to be like, yeah, you know. Um, but um, but Russell Wilson in his uh, he he's again having a. He's, again, having one of those years where he starts out really good and then he ends really, you know, not as good. Uh, that's like every year for him. That's why he doesn't get MVP votes. But it is what it is. Yeah, so that's my running back. Start Tony Pollard, sit Chris Carson. Yeah, you're going to probably laugh at this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I would start David Montgomery against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, the Jaguars aren't very good. They're giving up a ton of yards all over the place, especially the running backs. Uh, I would start David Montgomery, and David Montgomery's been on been on a, a hot hot run lately. I mean, he's the high hand. Give him the ball, give him the ball on your fantasy team. He'll do well for you. I think he's averaged between twenty five and thirty points a week for me uh, in the one league that I do have him in. And then I would actually sit Tony Pollard, uh, which I know you said start him. And, and again, so if you're listening to this, we don't we don't discuss our starting sits before we uh, do the show. So I was I was kind of smiling when he said start Tony Pollard. I don't know if he'll have such a good week. And the Eagles held the Cardinals to like less than 150 yards rushing, which with the Cardinals with Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, and Kyler Murray, that's that's a big feat right there. I in my opinion. 
And so I would actually sit Tony Pollard this week. I just don't think he'll replicate uh, as well of a week, and he's facing a better defense this week. I I like that. Um, I like that take. So, I, I mean, I said I also gave the option of David Johnson. I think he could do well against the Bengals. Um, also, by the way, Ronald Jones is going to be out again for the Buccaneers, and I think Leonard Fournette is a – I think he's a, a smash start um, as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, you know what? I probably should have said Leonard Fournette because I looked at my notes. I looked at Brad's notes. Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, crap. Anyways, uh, all right. Wide receiver. Brandon, I would start Brandon and I, you, um, versus the Cardinals. He, uh, he's just got to score. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think he's just going to have to score to, for them to try to keep up with. The Cardinals. Now, yes, I know that he's got a different quarterback going to be in there, um, but honestly, I, I think that um, I can't think of his name now. But anyway, the guy, the guy that's playing for them, um, right on the tip of my tongue too. I, but anyways, I think he's. Well, no, it's not Mullins. It's uh, I think he's better oh, uh, than CJ CJ uh, Bethard. There we go. Yeah, Bethard. Yeah, it was on the tip of my tongue. I just needed, I just need the first two letters. Um, all right, so. And I would sit any Giants receivers. Um, I mean, I think the Ravens, uh, I, again, like I said, I think they're on a mission. Um, and, yeah, I just don't think that uh, – I, I just don't think that it's uh, – yeah. Uh, either way, you know, with the with the 49ers, though, interesting, interesting question, Brad. It's still December, so they're facing the Cardinals – where they were playing their last two games, their last two home games. So is this technically a home or away game for the 49ers? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's yet to see the 49ers have a good record in Arizona regardless, but uh, whatever, whatever, whatever the issue is, they do not do good at the University of Phoenix stadium. Uh, but my start for wide receivers this week is any Tampa Bay receiver. I know old man Brady's throwing the ball, but this Detroit defense is garbage. Uh, I would start Chris, Chris Godwin, I would start Mike Evans. I would even throw in Scotty Miller, uh, you know, uh, Cameron Bray, uh, Gronkowski. Look, if you have a receiver, I mean, uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Either way, I would, start, I would start. I would start a Bucks receiver. Uh, I would sit uh, Chase Claypool. Look, I mean, I, I think. I mean, if you didn't watch the, the the terrible game on Monday night, and I don't think a lot of that wasn't on Chase Claypool. So I'm not saying Chase Claypool, Claypool's issue. But I, right now, I just don't think it's smart, except for maybe Deontay Johnson to start a Steelers wide receiver right now. Um, I mean, I agree with that. Um, yeah. For tight end, I would start Logan Thomas. Um, I mean, he's just been doing well. And he's probably, honestly, in most of your leagues, he shouldn't be, but he might still be on waivers. And that's just, that's not cool, man. You, you, if, if that's your league, it's a whack league. Anyways, um, set Evan Ingram. Um, he's, I mean, I, I know we're picking on the Giants here, or at least I am, but again, I just, I, something about the Ravens, man, I think that they, I mean, I think that they, I really think that they're going to shut this Giants offense down. I mean, the Browns did when I came to Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. Uh, my start of the week for tight end would be Jared Cook. Look, uh, I don't, we don't know if Michael Thomas is going to be back. Jared Cook's another one of, I would say, maybe safety valve outside of Alvin Kamara. Uh, for for uh, Drew Brees and Green Bay, or uh, sorry, not Green Bay, Minnesota, same division. Uh, Minnesota is kind of middle of the road for tight ends, so I would start Jared Cook here, and I would sit Janu Smith. 
Uh, I know he's a, a Titans. I know he's a Robert likes Smith. I think Smith is a great tight end, uh, but I just don't think he's going to do well against Green Bay this week. They're they're kind of and they're they're number three in shutting down tight ends this year in fantasy. And uh, you know, without AJ Brown and uh, Corey Davis having, having cons- consistently good games, Ryan Tannehill, I just wouldn't start Smith right now. I I can actually I can see that. Um, uh, I think Cole Clement might actually be a good uh, start too at tight end. But either way, um, all right. So defense, I would start the Panthers. Um, and that I said this: if Dwayne Haskins were to start for Washington, and uh, it looks like they're gonna have like I don't know some practice squad dude like off the street or some crap um, starting for him. Not Alex Smith. Alex Smith's hurt still apparently. Um, so yeah, definitely start the Panthers defense for sure. Um, and I would sit the Patriots defense. I think the bills will be looking to, uh, honestly, I think the bills will be looking to destroy the Patriots and, uh, they might actually do so. Yeah. I'm kind of really curious now who's going to play for, uh, the Washington football team at quarterback, but I'll look it up later. Uh, I would, I would start Houston. Look, I mean, the Steelers, yeah, they gave up a 23 yard quarterback, uh, uh, quarterback draw to Ryan Finley. They gave a rushing touchdown to, Gian, uh, to Bernard. I get that. But, again, I do think that – I also think that Houston has a better offense. And I think with their defense not having to be on the field constantly, uh, they'll do well against Cincinnati and Ryan Finley. Uh, and so I would start Houston this week. Uh, and then I would actually sit Tennessee. I mean, Green Bay – I mean, if you know Green Bay, you know their offense is really good. Uh, Tennessee's defense, look, let's just be honest here. They're, they've been kind of suspect. Uh, I know they oh, they held Detroit Lions 24, 25 points, but the Detroit Lions aren't really a good team to brag about that uh, for this year. And so I would actually sit the Tennessee Titans defense this week. Uh, for sure, for sure. I, and I'm reading it says that Dwayne Haskin is going to start. He was just stripped of his um, captain, uh, um, his, his captain – I mean, you know, him of him being a captain and then also fine. So, but yes, he's still going to start this week, apparently. Um, and that's if Alex Smith can't go. But again, I would still start the Panthers defense. I mean, they only allowed 24 to the Packers. I mean, the Redskins might not even score double digits. Um, all right. So, my golden star of the week, Brad, I should have looked. Um, before I said anything, and uh, your Golden Star of the Week, um, you really should look. Well, uh, uh, it's the same guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, we both have Leonard Fournette as our Golden Star of the Week. Um, again, I think it's a smash play because I think that the Buccaneers could get. Um, I think that they could get out and have a lead on the line. So I think that uh, Leonard Fournette will actually have to run the ball even more. Um, but yeah, I, I think that I think that Lauren Fournette is a uh, smash play this week, Brad. Yeah, I do too. Uh, you know, Detroit's defense, run defense especially, is is garbage. Uh, there's no reason why you should not start Leonard Fournette this week. I even picked him up in our Yahoo league, and uh, I'm playing for like third place now. Thank you, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, but anyway, so I pick him up, start him. I mean that that fantasy team operator is probably pretty good that you lost to, so. <laughs> I don't listen. Don't don't be upset that you lost to a. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I. So in the sleeper league that Brad and I are in, I just want to tell you a, a quick thing here. Um, 
Oh, yeah, so you the guy the was Yes, I did lose, but I just want to – anyways, um, I was first place, like, all season long. I was – I mean, I was killing it, okay? Uh, then, I did lose to Brad in the final week, though. I set my players. Um, anyways, no. uh, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, so I scored um, the second most points in the entire league. I mean, probably by, like, 40 points at least, um, 30 points at least. And then I – but the guy that I was facing scored, like, 40 points more than me. Um, so, yeah, I, I you know, obviously I lost. But, I mean, goodness. I mean, I mean, that's just a horrible way to lose. Anyway, so, yeah, Brad, I'm playing for third place too. But it's – you know what? It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I got a couple other – a couple other leagues I'm playing for first place in. Um, so, either way. All right. Let's, uh, let's give our – <clears throat> excuse me again I, I need a call button or something brad we gotta invest in one of those apparently um week 16 power rankings brad for me you know what actually i, I want you to go first you you uh you like you never go first so you go first and i'm gonna go over here hey, and like so call i'm, I'm, I'm glad first. you i'm glad you finally re- respected my power rankings and let me go first so thank you sir uh so uh number one i had the chiefs look they're 13 and one as much as I don't like him, I just got to suck it up. All right, they're number one. Uh, number two is the Bills. Look, the Bills still look good. Uh, Josh Allen was a monster, throwing for 359 yards. He had four – he had all four of the he – was, he was associated with all four of the Bills' touchdowns uh, this past weekend. And so – or Thursday night. Um, so, yeah, or Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Um, so, Bills, number two. Number three of the Packers, they move up two spots. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't put up a whole lot against Carolina, but – I mean, they're only lost three, and they're winning right now. So Packers number three. At number four, I actually had your Tennessee Titans. Uh, they move up three spots. They did really well against Detroit. Um, if they show up like they had the last two, three weeks, I think the Titans would do pretty well in the playoffs. So I know Robert Schott's over here. Uh, but they move up three spots. Number five is the Saints. They drop one. They only drop one because they only lost three points to the Chiefs. Now, they lost to a lower team again like the Eagles. Then maybe I would doubt them more, but again, it was the Chiefs. Drew Brees first week back at a after puncturing his his lung and, and breaking his ribs. I mean, we don't see Tyrod Taylor back after puncturing his lung. So stupid doctor. Uh, anyway, number six uh, is my Steelers. They dropped four. If you would have asked me at halftime when I text Robert, I mean, I would I probably took him off the top fifteen. I was so frustrated with them, uh, but they dropped four. Look, if they can fix this offense, they're a good team. The defense is there. We just got to figure out what's going on with the offense. Uh, seven is the Browns. Browns move up one spot. They did good. Uh, yes, it was the Giants, but still did good. Uh, Colts, Colts move up one spot to number eight. Uh, number and, and, again, a divisional game, yada, yada, whatever. That doesn't forever work uh, work for the Steelers, but for everybody else it does. Uh, but they hold on against the Texans. Uh, number nine is the Seahawks. Uh, they move up one spot. Uh, they struggled against Washington Football Club with Dwayne Haskins. I don't trust them a whole lot, but, hey, there's not a whole lot of teams I put in front of them. Uh, we do have breaking news, which will come up in, in just a few minutes after my power rankings. Uh, number 10 is the Rams. They dropped four. Uh, you know, they're glad I don't drop them further. I do think they're a good team. I guess they just had an off week, and maybe they just felt sorry for the Jets and wanted to screw up their, their draft uh, prospects. I don't know. But either way, they dropped four. Dolphins, they stay at 11. Ravens, they stay at number 12. Uh, Bucks stay at 13. Uh, Cardinals are they weren't ranked before they moved up to the 14th spot for me, 
And I still put the Washington football team in here at number 15, despite Alex Smith being injured. Uh, I still think they could win the NFC East. I still think with Alex Smith, if he gets back into the driver's seat, they'll be good. Uh, not Super Bowl good, but they'll do good. And so I had that at number 15. Very nice. Very nice. I like how high you got my Titans there. Yeah, real quick, the breaking news, actually, Brad, is the or the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Houston Rockets game has been postponed. Um, I know earlier I saw a report John Wall and others had co- had COVID uh, contact tracing, and so they were going to miss the game. But so we're only on the second day of the NBA season. The game has already been postponed. Um yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if that's a good look, but uh, it is what it is. All right, Brad. Anyways, uh, sorry to put that in there right in the middle of power rankings here, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a big deal um, because it's only the second day. We know it's going to happen, but man, you know, already like goodness. I mean, I, you know, like uh, they don't wait anybody. They don't, you know, they don't wait around, do they? Um, all right. So my power rankings, Brad. Uh, number one, I have the Chiefs. They don't move anywhere. Um, like I said, I mean, they just they look like the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, number two, I got the Bills. They don't move up anywhere as well. Um, I mean, they finally clinched, clinched the AFC East after all these years. What, 25 years, right? It's been 25, 26 years. And yeah. Um, the Packers, they move up one spot. Um, I mean, uh, you know, Granted, they they beat the Panthers, but I mean, you know, it wasn't very convincing in the second half. Uh, my Titans, I moved them up to number four. Uh, that's three spots. Um, listen, they're the number one scoring offense in the league now, um, and I I think that they they deserve respect. I mean, they probably still won't get it out even if they do beat the Packers. But yeah, number four, number three, and four in my power rankings is going to be facing off this week. Either way. Um, yeah, I mean, I just like the I, – I think the Titans are on a roll again, and uh, hopefully they don't um, – hopefully they don't have a blunder. Uh, both of our number three and fours, yeah. So, Packers, Titans. Um, number five, I have the Browns. They move up three spots. You know, yes, and here's my thing. Here, here's the reason why I had the Browns move up. For one, the Saints lost, the Steelers lost, and the Rams lost. Um, really, if it wasn't for that, Probably wouldn't have moved the Browns up, or not three spots at least. But I mean, who expected? Who who thought the Rams and the Steelers were going to lose? I mean, come on, honestly, you know. Um, number six, I have the Saints. They didn't move at all because they lost to a Chiefs team. You know, I, I, there is a difference in in teams who lose to the Jets or the Bengals, and losing to, you know, and losing to the, uh, losing to the the Chiefs. Sorry. Um, all right, number seven, I have the Colts. They move up two spots. Um, honestly, I, I think the Colts are one of the most dangerous teams in the NFL right now. Um, if if Phillip Rivers doesn't turn the ball over, the Colts, they have a good defense. Their run game is getting it together. If their offensive line can stay healthy, um, yeah, I think that they will I think that they will get it. Yeah, no, that sounds good. And actually Jonathan Taylor's been uh, coming in clutch, he's had a couple of good games. So, I mean, if you haven't, if you have Jonathan Taylor on your uh, fantasy team, he could be a good start this week at running back. So, uh, I think that's, a, I mean, it's a good idea. Because um, you know, we could not turn the ball over as Steelers, but we don't have a run game. So, uh, I can totally see what you're saying there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right, so 
and then number – sorry, I lost my play. Number eight, I have the Seahawks. They move up two spots. Um, I think that, you know, I, I the Seahawks, again, maybe they're getting a little mojo back, but let's see how they play against the Rams because, again, I think the Rams are coming in. Uh, I think the Rams are coming in with a with – a, I think they're, they're coming in with, with a vengeance for sure. Um, number nine, I have the Steelers. They moved down four spots for me. Um, they probably wouldn't have moved as much if – Joe Burrow was the quarterback. Um, I think the fact that it was a third string, I think that that matters. I mean, personally, I do. Um, but, um, but no, I, I mean, um, the Steelers, they – you lose three games in a row, you know. I mean, it's just – I don't want I, – I didn't want to drop them out of the top ten for sure, and I wasn't going to. But, I mean, you lose to the Colts this week, and I'm probably at least moving you down one. Depending, I mean, if you get blown out, I'll probably move you out of the top ten. But um, I hope you don't lose to the Colts, though. But that's, you know, that's for personal reasons, I guess. Uh, but either way, yeah, the Steelers, they lost three in a row. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, one of those is the Bills, granted. Uh, but still. Uh, number ten, I have the Rams. They moved down seven spots. That's got to be the biggest drop out of any team. Um, yeah, they're still in the top ten. Should they? Maybe not. But, uh but yeah, the Rams. I have them at number ten. Um, can't lose to the Jets, and you. I mean, you just can't lose to the Jets. I, you know what I'm saying? The Jets were up like at least two scores at one point, um, or yeah, yeah, almost three scores. I think. Anyways, um, so either way, yeah. So you just can't lose to the Jets. Number eleven, I have the Ravens. They move up one spot again. I feel like they're on a mission. Number twelve, I have the Bucks. They moved down one spot. Yeah, they won, but I just feel like they continue to struggle, Brad. Um, I don't know what it is about this team, but I just feel like they they really struggle here. Um, so yeah, the Bucks and the Ravens they switch. I mean, I think the Ravens are just playing better game, and Bucks are winning, but I mean, just struggling with those wins. Number thirteen, I have the Dolphins. Yeah, they won, but they don't move up any for me. Um, you know, getting into this part of the season, you can't just move teams up just because they won, um, and you can't move them down just because they lost. Um, it's just you know. Um, maybe the other teams around will move around, but not, not them personally. Uh, number 14, I got the Cardinals. They don't move anywhere as well. Um, I mean, yeah, you had a good win against the Eagles, but, I mean, it felt like you struggled against a team maybe you shouldn't have struggled as much against. Number 15, I have the Bears. They were not ranked – or yeah, they were not ranked before. Um, I mean, but the Bears, hey, they might stick into the playoffs. And, uh, Brad, I want to just say – I did. My power rankings changed for the number 31, number 32 team, by the way. Uh, the Jets, they finally move up to number 31, and the Jags move down to number 32. Uh, just wanted to point that out. Um, you know, just, just wanted to point that out because I didn't figure the Jets would move up at all this season. But, hey, who knows? The Jets, they could they could go on a tear and finish 3-13 and 13 and, and wind up in the top 30. Yeah. Anyway, I forgot about Chicago. So, no respect to Chicago. I just forgot about them. Uh, uh, they're forgettable. They, they are they forgettable. Are, they are. So, anyway, let's go into our picks for this week, sir. Preview. Let's preview. Let's pick three oh. games here yeah. uh, you're, that we're most interested in watching. For me, it's Dolphins versus Raiders. Mariota versus Tua. I think it's interesting to me. Um, Raiders have to win to stay alive. Um, the Ravens are looking at the Dolphins right now and hoping that they lose. That's for sure. Um, and so they're also looking at the Colts and hoping they lose as well. But, um, yeah, the Dolphins need to win this game too. Um, yeah, I think the Dolphins play the 
paid. No, they play the they play the Bills in Week 17, but the Bills may be resting players, so um, it may not matter. All right, so uh, yeah, what's your what's your first game? Yeah, I know we've got, we've digressed on a lot this episode, but is the Mariota he he played high school football in in Hawaii, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder. I almost wonder. Hey, out of curiosity, not that we have to look this up right now, but I wonder if this is the first time that two uh, starting quarterbacks from Hawaii uh, played against each other, started against each other in the NFL. Anyway, I digress. They, they did, I think I think Mariota mentored Tua in some type of capacity. So uh, maybe um, – yeah. I don't know. Like know. I said, I digress. But uh, well, if you want to look it up, you can. But my game of the week is the Colts and the Steelers. That's my number one game, uh, mainly because the Steelers need to win this game. I don't think it needs to come down to the last week of the season to see if they win the AFC North. Uh, the Colts are 10 times better than the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that's what scares me as a Steelers fan. But uh, I think it could be – I mean, the defenses are going to be good. This could be a fun game to watch. Or, I don't know, maybe not. Um, from what I can look up, no. It looks like Mariota and two are like the start of something, you know, something like a – like a trend of, of Hawaiian uh, quarterbacks coming into the league. So um, a lot of great talent down there. And there's some good talent in the, uh, in the currently in the, in the college ranks too. Clemson's backup quarterback. He's, I think he's from Hawaii. He's really good. And so anyways, um, yeah, I did Chris. Um, all right. So my second game, Brad, is the Rams versus Seahawks. Um, I mean, this is for first place in NFC West. I, what more can I say? Yeah, no, I think that's going to be a fun matchup. I'm looking forward to that game as well. Uh, I actually have Chicago versus Jacksonville. Look, this might be a blowout. But the reason why I have this on here for my number two game is because Chicago is fighting for that seventh spot. Uh, I think right now, I think Arizona has the tiebreaker on them, I think, off the top of my head. Uh, but either way, uh, this is a game Chicago needs to win. And, you know, if you're Mitch Trubisky, uh, this is your redemption tour. This is your redemption tour to say, hey, I'm the starting quarterback. You have to trust me. And this will be the second time in three years I got us to the playoffs. So uh, I think this is a good game, uh, an in- intriguing game. I don't know if it's necessarily there to watch. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Um, I like that matchup there. And, and, yeah, I mean, you know, Bears versus Jags. I mean, who cares? But, yeah, the playoff implications matter. Um, and the Bears, they don't need to slaughter that on the Jags. And, honestly, I mean – I mean, the Jags, I don't really think they're going to be looking to win. I mean, the players, I guess. But, I mean, I don't think coaching and management really care. Um, well, management, I guess, coaching. Right? Um, all right, so my last game, Brad, no surprise here. It's the Titans versus Packers. Um, can the Titans defense slow down Rodgers? Probably not. Um, can the Packers defense stop Henry and or Tannehill? Um, probably not. Um I think it should be a shootout. It's number one scoring offense versus number three scoring offense. Um, both defenses aren't very good. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that these are the type of games that the Titans win. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, the Bengals game was also a type of game that the Titans lose. So, um, you know, I know people are probably quick to pick the Packers here. But um, if you know the history of the Titans at all, you know that, these aren't the type of games that they uh, that they lay down and just lose. So either way, I, I think it will be a really good game. And um, and yeah, I, I I mean it's this isn't a game that was flexed to Sunday night football. Sunday night football just got lucky because I, I do think that this is uh, um, maybe not the game of the week, but I think it's definitely top three as far as uh, best games of the week for sure. 
No, I agree with you. I'm, I'm looking forward to that matchup on Sunday night. I already have it on my calendar to watch that game. Uh, my number three game is Carolina versus Washington. Look, if you look at this, you're probably like, what, what, is, what is Brad thinking this week? A lot of this has to do with just playoff implications, okay? Not necessarily games that I want to watch, but games that really deal with seedings and, and, and playoffs and whatnot. And so Washington football team has to win this game. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles are coming up quick uh, on the Washington football team. And, uh, you know, it's 2020, so why not win the NFC East as a Washington football team? Um, and so uh, I know Alex Smith is supposed to be out this week. Their, Washington's defense is, is legit. It's really good. I don't know if you watch them or not, but their defense is, is awesome. And so uh, this is a game they have to win in order to stay off in the playoff contention. So, again, two and three, not exciting on paper, but, again, playoff implications on these two games, hence why I think these are important games to keep up with. Uh, Rod Riviera. Uh, uh, however you want to say the last name. Anyways, he is uh, – he's – you know, he's going to be coaching against his old team, too. I yeah, hate that. of the year um, if they get to the playoffs. So, I, I, yeah, I think so. I think so for sure. Um, all right. Either him or Brian Flores, honestly. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. but Ron, you know, it's a feel good story, though, because he beat cancer and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, he's got the comeback player of the year on his team. I mean, yeah. And he's a yeah. new coach during COVID. I mean, Brian Flores right. just has one year underneath his belt with the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, I mean, hey, it's uh, it's gonna be that's an interesting race too. We'll we'll give out our end of the season rewards in a couple of weeks, but either way, all right, Brad, let's pick our games, shall we? Let's pick them, uh, Brad. You uh, yeah, I'm inching a little a little closer to you, not not too too close, but I am inching a little closer. I don't know if I can catch up. I mean, I have all the playoffs too, but I mean, you know, I don't know if I can. I still don't know if I can catch up by then. But either way, your record is 144, 79 and 1. My record is uh, you went 13 and 3 last week. Uh, we both went 13 and 3. Uh, very interesting. Very good week for both of us. Uh, and then I went 132 and 91 and 1. That's what my record is now. Uh, so you're still up 12 games, but that's okay. That's all right. We'll uh, we'll make it. We'll make it happen. Um, yeah, let's see. I think I think there's a lot of games that we might disagree with uh, on this week too. So. Either way, Vikings versus Saints. Uh, I'm going to go Saints here. I I know it's, it's Christmas Day. Uh, it's a big big day to play play football. I just don't see the Saints losing here. Okay. Uh, I agree. Yeah, the Saints aren't losing here. And, hey, we have Friday football, Saturday football, Sunday football, Monday football. Uh, Brad, I don't know if we've ever in the same season, we've had a game on every single day of the week, Brad. I don't yeah, think that's I ever happened. Probably the first, honestly. Yeah, and uh, that's just another, you know, 2020. I mean, it's crazy. Um, Buccaneers versus Lions. Again, I, I'm taking the Saints, by the way. Uh, Buccaneers versus Lions. I mean, I'd be surprised if you didn't take Tampa Bay. I'm taking Tampa Bay here. Yeah, I, I'm going to take Tampa Bay. I, again, I think we both think that Leonard Fournette could uh, run wild. Um, 49ers versus Cardinals. The 49ers have done really bad in Arizona, whether they've been home, away, in between whatever, uh, they just haven't done well in Arizona. So I'll pick the cards here. Oh, I feel like this could be an upset, Brad. I do, but um, I'm going I'm to take the Cardinals too, just because if it was in San Francisco, I think I could go with 49ers. But no, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Uh, Dolphins versus Raiders. Uh, I'm going to go Miami here. I I know Miami's been kind of slow on offense to kind of get things going. 
But I think their defense is good enough to, to where they'll, they'll beat the Raiders. You know what, Brad? I've got to come back. So I'm going to hitch my wagon to Tua Tungavailoa. No, actually, I'm going I'm to hitch it to the Raiders. I'll, I will take Marcus Mariota and the Raiders here. Uh, I don't feel confident about it. But, again, I'm, ba- I'm down 12 games, and I don't know if this is going to hurt me too bad. So, I, yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. Giants versus Ravens. Uh, Ravens. I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's going to be a close game. I, I don't think so either. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Ravens as well. Falcons versus Chiefs. Uh, it's going to be the Chiefs. I think the Falcons put up a good fight, but at the end of the day, uh, I think it's Chiefs by at least two scores. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know if by two scores. I mean, the Chiefs apparently can't win a game by more than one possession. But I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Um, Browns versus Jets. Uh, I'm going to pick Cleveland here. I know the Jets are coming off their first win. That's great. Congratulations. Uh, but the Browns really want to win the, the AFC North, which I told – I said the other week that Miles Garrett's a joke for saying that. But uh, it, it's getting almost realistic. So, I'm going to pick the Browns here. You know what, Brad? You gave me two weeks. You helped me out. You gave me two weeks. You said you you picked the Jets. You, you know, you were thinking, okay, well, it could happen. Sure. I mean, um, but, who, but who would have thought the Rams out of like the last four games, it would have been the Rams that lost to the Jets. I mean, come on. I'm actually going to take the Jets here. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I like that scripted play at the very, that scripted series at the very beginning where they score. They apparently score on the first drive of every, of every game apparently. And I don't, something about the Jets, they stopped the Rams. Why can't they stop Baker? Come on. Anyways. Bears versus Jaguars. Oh, anyway, well, I'll pick, I'll pick yeah. Chicago here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Chicago as well. Bengals versus Texans, Brad. I'm going to pick the Bengals. Look, I know the, the Cincinnati's defense. All right, did I say the Bengals? Hold on. Rewind that a little bit. I'm going to say Houston. Sorry. Uh, look, the Bengals look good against the Steelers. Uh, probably the best showing by Zach Taylor besides them beating the Titans this year. Um, but that was the Joe Burrow. So I'm going to pick – I think Houston has a better offense right now. Despite the woes they might have, it's not as bad as the Steelers. Uh, this could be a semi-shootout possibly. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Texans as well. Um, so, so far I've picked the Raiders and the Jets. Uh, two games I don't feel confident about, but, hey, I'm down 12 games. Yeah, let's go. Colts versus Steelers, Brad. You know, every week I'm like, I'm going to pick the Steelers no matter what. Look, with the off, I'm just gonna be honest. The offense is bad, man. I think I'm gonna pick Indianapolis here. Uh, I don't want to, but the I mean, whew, that offense is 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 something else right now, or it's really nothing. I don't even know if it's something else. It's just nothing. I'll pick Indianapolis. I I think the Steelers have a bounce back game. I, I'm gonna take the Steelers. I mean, uh, maybe I'm just that. maybe I'm maybe I'm just hoping for that more than anything, really. Um, is that the game that Romo and Jim Nance are in? I don't know. By the way, Romo hates the Steelers. I just want to throw it out there. The last game that he called for the Steelers, he was just like, it was the Dallas Cowboys and the Steelers. He was like, you know, the Steelers roll. I'm like, man, you're such a homer. Shut up. Anyway. I mean, hey. I mean, the Cowboys did have a good game against them. But anyway, um, Panthers versus Washington. Uh, I'm going to – I'm going to pick Washington only because I thought they did well against Seattle – and, I mean, at least when they're up in games, they can close them out on, like, the, the Panthers. So, I'm going to pick Washington here. 
CMC's most likely not going to play, but I'm going to take the Panthers in okay. this one. A little I mean, Mike Davis hasn't done terrible for him this year. No, no, no. But, I mean, I was really hoping CMC would play. Um, but it's whatever. Anyways, all right. Uh, Broncos versus Chargers. Um, I see. Uh, I want to pick the Chargers still, here. Hey, still in the championship, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I want to pick the Chargers here. I, I think the Broncos have done decently – but I think the Chargers are – I mean, the Raiders game showed it. They could, they finally held on to a, to a, a game and won it. So uh, – and they were on the road. So, I'm putting the Chargers here. Brad, I have a hunch that Joe Hart that, – uh, that Justin Herbert doesn't do as well in this game. Maybe it's because I'm playing him uh, in one league in a championship. So, I'm hoping he doesn't. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos, though. I, I feel good about the Broncos here. Uh, I feel like this is a game that the Chargers can lead by 17 and uh, and let the Broncos come back. Or 16, I'm well, sorry. I think they, I think, uh, didn't that happen already once this year? I don't know. I don't Probably. Honestly, probably. Uh, Eagles versus Cowboys. I'm going to pick the Eagles here. I know the Cowboys have looked pretty decent the last two weeks. Look, Andy Dalton's been playing really well, uh, I think. Uh, but the Eagles, they're looking pretty good. I know they just lost to the Cardinals. Actually, you know what? I'll switch it. I'm going to go with the Cowboys because I think Andy Dalton has done well. And I think that their defense has actually done the best they've had all season in the last couple of weeks. So I'll pick the Cowboys. And I hate Dallas. So this is not something I take lightly. I mean, who did they play the last two weeks, Brad? The Bengals and the 49ers? I, I mean, come on. Hey. Anyways, I'm going to I'm going to – you're making it easy for me. I'm going to take the Eagles here. Uh, Rams versus Seahawks. Man, it's hard. Um, it really is. Is it in LA? It's in Seattle. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter since the Justice be LA at home. Um, we're on the road. I'm gonna go with the Rams here. I I, I don't know. I I know the Seahawks are winning. I'm just not confident in them right now. I know the Rams just lost to the Jets. I think they. I think, like you were saying, the Steelers, just like the Steelers were, like they needed a game where it's like, okay, you, you can't let this happen. We got to get better. So I'm going to pick the Rams here. Oh, man. Uh, well, I wanted to pick the Rams. I thought you'd go with Seahawks. Um, I mean, I'll go Seahawks. I mean, if, if you I, listen, if you go Seahawks, I'll go Rams. But I mean, like, I wouldn't feel right, confident. Look, about I'll go Seattle, but I will say I'm not very confident only because. Uh, they have been a completely different team in the last four weeks than they were at the beginning of the season. They're at home. Maybe that's a different. Anyways, I'll, I'll take, the, I'll take the Rams. Yeah, I guess. I'll take the Rams. Uh, Titans versus Packers. I'm, I really want to take the Titans here, but I know you're going to pick them probably. And so I'll go to the Packers. I know their defense is terrible against the run, and they're facing Derrick Henry, which, hey, man, that man, he really should be in the MVP talks. I'm just saying that. I know Tannehill has done great, but I think Titans are not where they're at without him, obviously. Um, I'm going to go – I'll go Packers here. But I think this is a fun game. I'm really looking forward to it, and I think it can go either way. Um, no, I agree with you. The, the Titans wouldn't be as good. They'd be fighting for a, a wild card spot instead of um, instead of fighting for the division. Uh, They'd be fighting for nine and seven, baby. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know what? Got ten wins finally. All right. I'm, I I haven't seen ten wins in twelve years. Anyways. Um. 
Yeah, I'm going to say the Titans here. These are the kind of games that they win, uh, and I hope they do. But if the Packers win, I won't be surprised. I just, I just want, I just want it to be a close game, and I, I think it will be no matter what. Uh, Bills versus Patriots. I'm going to pick Bills here. I mean, I know they won the East. I think they want to kind of shove it in Bills' face. So I, I, I think Bills are going to win big. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills here too. And yeah, I think the Bills are are on a mission there against this team at least. Um, so what are we? We're different on one, two, three, four. Five, six, uh, seven, eight. Really? We're different on eight games out of 16, Brad. So, yeah, this literally um, – this is make it or break it for me, Brad. I mean, um, if I were to hit on all eight of those games, I'd only be four behind you. But if I don't if, – if I were to miss on all four, eight of those games, I'm down 20. Uh, both had on Port Atlanta Falcons, so we'll see. I mean, literally, this is make it or break it. I mean, if if I mean, if we come in next week and I'm down 20 games, then yeah. Anyways, all right, Brad, let's go to our golden point of faith and uh, and yeah, hey, yeah. So uh, as much as me and Robert like the third round, uh, you know, I, I just don't want to be the Atlanta Falcons, so hopefully it'll work out for me. Uh, yeah. So the golden point of faith. Look, I don't think I think I would do it injustice. If we don't talk about Christmas and the meaning of it and the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ, and so that's that's the that's the point. Um, the story I want to connect it to though is, look, so going if you go through the Old Testament, there's this anticipation of a Messiah, a Savior, uh, someone who's going to save the people uh, and, and reconnect them with God. And and so in saying that, what I thought of was, wow, like what about an anticipated prospect? What about Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence going to the Jets or the Jags? You know he's a huge prospect. He's he's the, you know he's been a big prospect since his freshman year, and a lot of people are saying that if he goes to the Jets or goes to the Jags, he could be their savior. He can be the hope for the season. He can uh, get him out of, of a place that they want to forget about. That they don't ever want to go back to. And just like that, that's that's Jesus. That you know I saw somebody post on Facebook the other day. Like, hey, it's been a terrible year. Uh, hope there's hope. I maybe there's a little hope for this world, you know. And my my response to that was, yeah, there is hope for the world, and that's in Jesus Christ. And in Luke two, and if you have a Christmas tradition of telling the Christmas story, you probably heard this. If this is your first time uh, hearing this. That's cool because uh, you know at the end of the day, it's like it's like you know just like the the Jets or the Jags are trying to draft uh, Trevor Lawrence to see if they'll resurrect their team uh just like that we were given a chance uh to have eternal life and be reconnected with god uh through the birth of jesus christ our savior and so luke 2 says um and i'm gonna i'm gonna start really at 10 it says um and and the angel appears to the shepherds and, and the angel says but the angel reassured them don't be afraid he said i bring you the good news that will bring joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in the manger. Son of the angel was joined by a vast host of others and the armies of heavens, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurry. So I'm going to paraphrase a little bit more. They, they hurry to the village and they see a baby laying in the trough and they realize, man, this is the baby the angels just told, just told us about. 
and and you know uh and then afterwards they went back to their to their their uh to their flocks and on their way glorifying and praising god for all they've heard and seen and so you know as a jets fan as a jags fan as a, a titans fan as a steelers fan you know uh if we're having a down year and say we had the first pick we're, we're anticipating that pick that pick to turn around to turn us around to a pick that when we draft them, unless you're Mitchell Trubisky, when we draft them, we're going to be going around telling everybody, yeah, we got Trevor Lawrence, we got Trevor Lawrence. And just like that, the shepherds saw, were told about the Jesus, told about the hope that they have in Jesus Christ, be able to get right with God. And they see the Jesus, they see Jesus, baby Jesus, and they go back telling everybody, hey, we, the, the Savior's been born. The, the King, the, the King uh, that's going to come and save us has been born. And even if you look at other stories, uh, and I believe it's in Matthew, you know, the wise men go to King Herod and like, hey, we were following a star, a king's been born. He's like a king. And, uh, of course, he wants to bring him back and he wants to kill him. But wise men don't do that based off an angel appearing to them. But what I, I digress. But in saying that, you know, he's the king of the world. And, and what I want to say is that there's these two people in Luke, and they come in around verse 25, and it's Simeon and, and Anna. And they're, two, they're a prophet and prophetess have been, you know, saying, hey, the Savior is going to be born. The Savior is going to be born. I'm not going to die and be my last until I see the Savior. And so, you know, Mary and Joseph, after Jesus born, according to Jewish tradition, take him up to the temple to be, to be presented to, in the temple. And, and Simeon and Anna get to see Jesus. And, they, and right away, they realize who it is, and they praise God for it. And so, so just like we anticipate a pick, people, especially through the Old Testament, were expecting a Savior, was expecting somebody to save them. Uh, expecting to take them out of where they were and give them hope, give them joy, uh, give them a time that they can celebrate. And that's what we have in Jesus Christ. That's what Christmas is all about, is that a Savior has been born so he can come on. So so God gave up his deity in heaven, came down on earth. Well, he didn't give up his deity, but he gave up a spot in heaven, came down on earth, was, was God and man, lived a perfect life. He died for us, took our, our sins, our sins, all the bad things we've done and died for us, was was uh, buried, and he rose again three days later. He rose again and ascended into heaven. And because of that, we can have eternal life if we believe in him. And so if you're going through this Christmas, like 2020 has been rough. I mean, Robert can, can attest to this. Uh, I can attest to this. I'm sure everybody who's listening can attest how rough 2020 has been. But the cool thing is that even though 2020 has been so rough, we have hope in Jesus Christ. And so uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, this is not a rant to say Christ belongs to Christmas. This is a, a, a devotion that's supposed to point you to Christ and the anticipation of his birth at Christmas. And so I hope that, hope that speaks to you. Um, again, Merry Christmas from us guys at Golden Point. Uh, we, hope you the be- we hope that it's a good Christmas. You get time, maybe time to spend with family. Maybe you get to you know, rekindle some, some relation, uh, relationships that have kind of gone down the drain this year. Maybe it's time of remembrance. You know, Robert lost his mo- mom. I've lost my dad this year. And so maybe it's time for us to maybe remember those who passed on uh, before us or during this COVID year. And so uh, anyway, so I just want to wish you Merry Christmas. And if you have any questions, listen to Devotion at any time. Talk to me or Robert. We love to share the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. That, and it's the whole reason why we celebrate Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to you all. And uh, amen, Brad. Amen. Welcome to Golden Point Sports Podcast. You can find us on Apple, YouTube, Spotify, 
Anchor, and more. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Let us know what you thought in your comments, and go rate us and give us reviews on any other podcast site you listen to. Again, thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode.